0: Hi guys, this is Sameer Alana. Welcome back to Hitman. It's been long, but better late than never. The Indian tour of Australia has already kick-started with the T20 internationals, but the focus of attention right now is the test series that begins from tomorrow. Now if you look back over the past few decades, Australia has been India's biggest arch-rivals when it comes to the traditional format. Yes, we can admit that no team has won away since 2004, but that doesn't take away the amount of interest generated whenever these two teams have locked ons. And if you see, the previous series can be a huge example of the kind of competitiveness that is produced between both the teams. Um, Australia going on to win the Pune Test match and, you know, leading 1-0. Then India scripting a phenomenal comeback at Bangalore and then at Ranchi without Virat Kohli to win 2-1. Then if you go back more to the 2014 tour, again, you know, it was a case of so near yet so far for India at Adelaide. And even at Gabba, you know, where India ended up conceding 200 runs to the lower order. So, I'd like to begin with Australia. Uh, Marcus Harris, the new man, absolutely amazing in the Sheffield Shield, which is Australia's premier domestic tournament, and he's also leading the batting charts there. Also, the fact that India is really kind to debutants, as my friend Mania tells me, so he'll be fancying his chances. He's all set to open with Aaron Finch, who again had a fantastic UAE tour, and then Usman Khwaja, who was not only Australia's best, but the top run scorer in the series against Pakistan. Uh, Let me make it really clear here, these were the only two batsmen who displayed any kind of metal against Pakistan because the performance of the rest of the batting lineup can be described as nothing lesser than shambolic. Uh, For someone like Sean Marsh who has been around for a long time, 14 runs in that series was not something expected from him. And I do believe that if not for his recent performance in the Sheffield Shield, we wouldn't have seen him anywhere near the Australian squad. The same goes for Mitchell Marsh, he managed to score a 151 recently, but again, you know, he's not included in a starting 11, which means that Australia have, you know, gone ahead with two extra batsmen, which is Travis Head and Peter Hanscom. Uh, now, Head hasn't done anything significant, nor something to be dropped. And on the other hand, Hanscom, you know, will be really handy against spin. And he has quite improved, uh, uh, he's quite an improved batsman of late. Now Australia in the absence of Steve Smith and David Warner who ended up scoring at least 1,200 runs in the 2014 series this is going to really hurt their prospects and you know they'll be expecting someone like a Sean Marsh you know to step up because he was he's the only experienced campaigner he was the only person who was the only person in the batting lineup who was a part of the 2014 series as well uh, also one thing that Australia will be looking forward to is you know playing Mitchell Marsh not in, not tomorrow but in the upcoming test matches because if you see uh india hasn't been good with you know containing the lower order batsmen and the fact that sam curran of england you know gave them a really tough time austria Aust- uh, indian bowlers would be worried that you know they need to pick quick wickets especially when you know uh, like when it comes to a lower order and at the same way you know australia will be looking to capitalize on the weakness india has been facing for a long time now Talking about Tim Payne, the captain, he was just a surprise package in the Ashes squad exactly one year back and now captaining Australia after the dreadful Cape Town test. The less spoken about the better. His captaincy will play an important part especially when India, when you know when someone like Kohli goes all bonkers, how does he respond to that, does he go all funky with the field placing or you know the bowling changes or does he continue to instill the pressure. This series is going to be his first big test as a captain and can he save australia's grace or will india secure their first ever test series win in australia just time can say uh, now the bowling lineup was quite predictable heading up to the first test pat cummins is back in action he has been australia's best bowler in the south african series and also in the ashes last year and he will be literally you know looking to go after kl rahul who has had a tough time in england and has been under quite a pressure recently uh, even prithvi shaw once he comes back to the mix uh, Mitchell Stark again, the left arm pacer is sure to cause trouble with all the right handers in the Indian batting lineup. Uh, leaving Pant, I guess everyone is batting everyone is a right-handed batsman, including that Ashwin. The last time India came to Australia, Josh Hazelwood made his test debut and picked up five wicket hall in his very first innings. Now he ha- already has 151 wickets in his kitty and he's a much experienced bowler, a much improved bowler, and India will really be worried of him and not take him lightly. Uh, also the fact that he took a 6-wicket hole at the Chinnaswamy when Australia were in India. India will be really worried of Josh Hazelwood. And you know, this this pace attack, a pace attack comprising of Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood. And you know, with the current problems persisting with the Indian batting order, you know, Australian bowling somewhere holds the edge above the Indian batting lineup, But I'll speak about that later on. Uh, coming to Nathan Leon, again a huge threat for India. Uh, he has 64 wickets against India and in the last two series, you know, he has really given Indian, Indian batsmen a really tough time. Uh, overall, I think the bowling looks perfect. The middle order batting is tweaky and it looks weak. But if someone like a Marsh or a Travis Head can step up and make it count, India will be in a great deal of trouble. Coming to the India, coming to the Indian side of things, they have already suffered a loss in Prithvi Shaw. Uh, The best part is that Murali Vijay has looked really good in the practice game, scoring a century and he's been included in the starting 11. Uh, He did have a tough time against in-swinging deliveries in England, but hopefully here he will have a lot better to offer. Kiel Rahul again will inspire confidence from his previous tour when he came as a debutant in 2014. However, if you see Rahul this year, you know, his performances have been really inconsistent and, you know, he has failed to inspire much confidence. So... The I, I just think that you know this this Australian tour may you know well be his last chance to prove himself in the Test format because you know the way the youngsters are coming up I don't think you know if KL Rahul keeps up to this inconsistency is going to stay in the team. Uh coming to the Indian captain Virat Kohli, back to the same place the land where his journey as a captain began, the place where he announced himself in the Test format, six ninety two runs in the previous tour here. Teared apart Mitchell Johnson who had terrorized the England and South African batsmen. Now the Australians would be really worried as to when, you know, not to sledge Virat Kohli and provoke him. They managed to keep him quiet in a tour to India, but every day is into Sunday and they know what's coming for them. Cheteshwar Pujara, I think, uh, he, if you look at his stats, you know, he has an average of about 61 at home. When it comes to away performances, it's 35, which is completely below average for a number 3 batsman. And it's high time, you know, that he starts prov- proving his credentials out of Asia. Uh, he did well in England, but it wasn't great enough. And he'll be looking forward to improvise. Ajinkya Rahane. Now, this is another batsman, you know, who over the last two years, has seen his batting average dip from 50 to 40. His previous two to Australia was splendid. Even scored a century at MCG. And India dearly needs Rahane to fire. Because this Australian bowling is not certainly going to, going to be go e- going to go easy on India so this is you know a place you know, where know Ajinkya Rahane would be hoping to you know regain his form back regain his lost confidence uh, especially you know the fact that he averaged above 50 in the last two so maybe this time you know Ajinkya Rahane will be looking to regain his confidence honestly I expected India to go with two spinners in Adelaide but then again with the Adelaide surface uh, it just makes sense to go with an extra batsman uh, Hanuma Vihari is likely to get the edge because he has been a part of the team since England and also the fact that he can bowl. Uh, I'll like to watch Rohit Sharma too later in the series and you know see if there's anything more he has got to offer in test matches. He hasn't been given a long run ever for the traditional format but you know it will be interesting to see Rohit Sharma. Of course not tomorrow because of Hanuma Vihari but surely in the upcoming test matches. Um, Many expected Jadeja about Ashwin due to his uh, recent performances and also the last test in England where he scored runs and picked wickets. But I think with the number of left-handers in the Australian team, you know, it makes perfect sense to go with Ashwin. Uh, I don't know if he will be effective if Australia bat on the first day. But there is certainly going to be some turn from day 2 or maybe day 3. And, you know, a lot will depend upon him. And also the fact that India just playing one specialist spinner uh ishan sharma is back all set to lead the pack and a much improved um, a much improved bowler and we have seen we have been seeing you know the australian media constantly trying to you know uh highlight his past record in australia but i think it has got nothing to do with his present uh in the last eight test matches 30 wickets and you know he has averaged 21.6 with the ball so uh he's he's going to be the leader of the pack for india Mohammad Shami has been India's highest wicket ticker this year and he will be hell-bent in trying to finish the year on a high. Coming to Jaspreet Bumrah, this is going to be his first ever Test Series in Australia and no doubt he's going to be a tough nut to crack for the Australian batsmen. This promises to be a really competitive series. Both teams are equally strong. Maybe India hold the edge but defeating Australia in Australia is going to be a huge challenge. Especially when India hasn't won a single Test match in the previous two tours. But again, in the absence of Warner and Steve Smith, this is the best chance. Otherwise, I don't think India will ever have a better opportunity. And again, underestimating any Australian side is the last thing you want to do. And this side is more than capable if things fall in place for them. Uh, talking about my prediction for the series. Um, I do think India will win the series 2-1. And just a reminder that I... I was right when i predicted england in the previous test series just that i predicted it 2-1 instead of 4-1 but at least i got a team right if not a result uh having said that that's it for the segment of hitman thanks for listening this is samir alana signing off